Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Gluten-Free Podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people about what they're doing in the gluten-free community, and I also share my own story of having celiac disease and being gluten-free. Before we get into the episode today, I would, as always, like to acknowledge the land on which I'm currently recording this episode on right now, and where my family and I have the absolute privilege to live on. This is, was, and always will be Gundagara country. And the Gundangara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a health professional myself, but joining me today on the podcast once again is Penny Delsberger, the Health Advocacy Officer at Celiac Australia, and she'll be offering some health advice, but we both just like to remind you to always seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your own health or your diet. Also, Penny first up mentions the Gluten-Free Festival which will be held uh, the weekend actually before this is released, unfortunately. But keep your eyes on that festival because they may be having other festivals of the same kind in the future. And I'll put that information in the show notes for you. Okay, let's get into the episode today. All right, Penny, thank you so much for joining me here today. That's okay. Thank you for having me, Ben. What's happening at Celiac Australia at the moment? Yeah, lots as usual. Um, well, something that's specific for our Brisbane-based um, members, there is a gluten-free festival. Um, it's like an outdoor market type thing that's coming up this weekend. Um, so it's the 18th and 19th of Feb um, in Sandgate Road, I believe, um, sort of North Brisbane. Not that I know the area very well. Um, but, yeah, the Celiac Australia, it's not, the, not a Celiac Australia event, but we will have a, a stand there. So, Please come and say hi, Um, but it's apparently free entry, um, lots of food trucks and stalls and everything is gluten-free. So um, that might be something you'd like to go along to. Um, There was a Facebook post that we had on our Facebook page about it. So if people want to to get their ticket, you can get a ticket even though it's free. I think you have to pre-register to go. So that'll be a fun one if you're in that area. Um, Also... Um, I don't know if it's people would remember Dr. Don Cameron, who was a paediatric gastroenterologist on one of the founding members of our medical advisory committee um, for a number of years. He um, unfortunately passed away in 2021, um, in October 2021. But he just recently, um, as part of the Australia Day Honours List, was awarded um, an Order of Australia Medal for his work um, in paediatric gastroenterology, which um, it's sad that he's not here to accept it himself because oh. I think he would have been thrilled. But he's he's very much missed by our medical advisory committee. He was, um, I think we referred to him as our elder statesman and he was a very, very good listener and very kind and, um, yeah, wonderful human being. So um, congratulations to his to him and to his family. On Absolutely. That, yeah. Congratulations. Really lovely honour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just sad he's not here <laughs> to receive it himself. Yeah, to receive it, of course, yeah. So moving on. So we had 
something that just keeps cropping up um, lately is um, around pasta straws um, or containers made from wheat straw or wheat fibre. And there's a few different things that keep keep cropping up in this space um, and it sort of raises lots of questions. So the first, I guess, type of product that we came across um, in this space was um, homewares like containers, uh, cutlery, cups, straws, etc., um, made from wheat straw or wheat fibre. Um, so they were made as, I guess, a more sustainable or a biodegradable alternative to single-use plastic products, which is great. Um, but the question was always, you know, are these safe for us to use as people with celiac disease? Um, so the the ones that are made from that that byproduct, the husk, the fibre, the straw component of the wheat grain, is they are okay. Um, so those ones, they don't break down during use. Mm. Um, and it's quite likely that the material that they is used to make them doesn't actually contain gluten anyway, um, because it is the byproduct. Once the grain is harvested, the protein's removed. It's just the the straw bits that are that are left over. So those sorts of products are fine. Um, there's no risk of ingesting any gluten um, as part of that product. Um, more recently, there's been some other. Um, I, so I guess in that same category, more same but biodegradable type products um, bought in. One is like a, it's a straw and it's actually made from wheat flour. Um, so it's basically pasta that's been fashioned into a straw shape. Um, and so obviously there's a little bit more of a concern around products like that. Yeah. A little bit grey because we don't know if, is it going to break down while you're using it and therefore get gluten? Are chunks going to break off when mm. you're using it and you accidentally ingest them? Um, so that we urge a little bit more caution around those ones. And then another one that's just come up this week um, is around edible coffee cups. And there's one in particular that someone con- contacted us about and it is made from wheat and oat um, that it's that they make it from. Um, and so again, they say that you know it's it doesn't affect the taste of the beverage that you have in the cup. So potentially it doesn't break down while you're using it. But again, is there a chance that chunks are going to break off when you're sipping and you're going to swallow them? That yeah. sort of thing. So um, can't really give a completely black and white answer with those ones. Um, but I guess just use your common sense and just urge a bit of caution around around those sorts of products. Um, the manufacturer of this particular one did mention that they were trying to make a gluten-free, um, make the product gluten-free. So hopefully that happens and then there won't be any concern around that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, so interesting questions that, that crop up around those sorts of things. One thing that just came straight to mind having uh, two kids – quite young daughters, uh, one yep. four years old and one 18 months is, you know, especially the 18 month old, just actually like biting into something. So if kids with celiac yeah. disease, I guess early on had, um, you know, were trying to bite into those cups or those straws or something, I guess that would be something to be, to That's be mindful a good point. of. Not, not so yep. much the, yeah, the adults, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a really valid point that, yeah, especially with kids, <laughs> they just want to chew on things like that. Yeah. Um, it's quite natural. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's even Teething. one that they, they have that's a chocolate flavour. So oh, it's wow. just. <laughs> Don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Um, and I thought I'd just mention also we've been doing a bit of work around our strategy um, as Celiac Australia, uh, working out where our what, what the focus of our organisation is and where we're going. And a couple of the key pillars that are going to be a part of our new strategy is around research and health advocacy. Um, and one that one area that sort of fits into both of those pillars is sort of that that health economic data and the burden of disease, um, both pre and post diagnosis. Mm. And one specific area that we're starting to look into is the cost of the gluten-free diet. Um, we know that gluten-free food is, is more expensive, um, but we don't have some really recent data around um, actually quantifying that cost. So um, we we're probably going to do some work with um, the with Wollongong University with the dietetics department there, um, and so it's not happening just yet. But probably in sometime this year, we're hoping that our members will be able to help us um, with collecting this sort of data in their area, so that we can we can get data that reflects all of Australia, um, not just a particular area, um, and sort of I guess look at that impact. Um, perhaps not only the cost of the food, but the availability in different areas, comparing mm. metro versus more regional and then remote areas as well. Um, so that's something that um, personally I find really exciting because um, to be able to quantify that and to to help people, especially those that might have trouble putting food on the table generally, if you then have to follow a gluten-free diet, um, that can be a real barrier to to adhering to that diet if it's too expensive. So if we can help um, through lobbying and that sort of thing, once we have that data, I think that'd be, that'd be really exciting. That is some, yeah, definitely a, a field of research that we need to explore a lot more because yeah, the gluten-free diet, mm. as we know, it's, it is very expensive and um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great that we have the support of the academic community Yes, in this sort of work as well. Um, the dietitian that I'm speaking to at, at Wollongong, um, she does have family members with celiac disease, so she knows firsthand what it's like, and that's where that that interest comes from. So um, it'd be good to work together and on it, and and yeah, for the benefit of, of those who need it most. For sure, and with the cost of living as well going up, exactly. It, yeah, yeah, it's a struggle Definitely. across the board. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, as always, um, how can listeners uh, contact Celiac Australia if they have any questions or want to sign up as a member or, or make a donation? Yeah. So, yeah, please, um, if you would like to know more, then please visit our website, which is celiac.org.au. You can also um, call us on 1300 Gluten, which is 1300 458 836 if you have any particular questions or you can contact us through through the website as well. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, Penny, as always, there's always so much going on at Celiac Australia. So, and thank you again for your work and, and your time today. No, oh, thank you for your support, Ben. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.